Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. You need to say it's time. Stay calm. Welcome to the not-so-local Nathan and Bex podcast. We're on location today. We are not in Kansas. We are in the mountains. And thankfully we're not in Kansas, though. I'm kind of worried about my dog Elvis right now. The the weather right now, it's it's been a little bit crazy in Colorado. But it's currently, as we're recording this, absolutely nuts in Kansas. Tornadoes. On the ground. Everywhere. Millions in Kansas. of them. And here's the thing. I work in a newsroom, <clears throat> and normally this is my shift where I would be covering this, and everybody that is there right now is new. <laughs> like, there is not one single person that is experienced because my co-host, Jonathan, also took off tonight. Smart man. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm not there. Jonathan's not there. And we have a new board op. So uh, our good friend, Sam Stevie, who also worked with us when we worked at ECAV Radio in college, is uh, covering my shift for me, and he's covering on-the-ground tornado coverage and might have to go out in this later. And part of me feels a little bit bad for that, and the other part of me is like, boy, did I <laughs> pick a good week to go Ooh. on vacation. Yeah, Also, I'm sick again. Yeah, Rebecca's uh, pretty much always sick. It's kind of a thing for her. You know, I'm just trying something new, you know, being sick. Um, Which being in Colorado does not help at all. By the way, the reason we're in Colorado at the moment uh, is my little sister, Mary, the opossum expert, is um, married married now. Mary (laughs) is married. Oh, man. Yeah, so that's why we're in Colorado. She had a, uh, a mountain wedding. It was exciting. Can I say that it was an illegal mountain wedding? Mm-hmm. Mary illegally got married yesterday. I mean, okay, we weren't in the and park illegally. And we were illegally. all part of it. We weren't in the park illegally. It's not like we <clears throat> crossed But it was really exciting borders. when we think about how, like, it was illegal and we all snuck in. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm not going to go into details on how it was illegal. Um, but I will say this. We were in the park 100% legally yes so the park rangers got back off it was 80 percent legal um is that possible sure okay we were on our campgrounds yes we, we had rented out campgrounds. campgrounds so man speaking of which and i'm gonna i might get a little bit heated oh no for for you're gonna a, a talk about what happened during the wedding yeah yeah um uh, should we talk about this are we done talking about like the weather and everything is it? Are, yeah, are we we're good? done. Are we? Are we? <clears throat> it snowed good? here in Colorado today. This is sleeted, kind of. I like the it top of snow. a mountain. We went on this. Uh, I'll talk about that later. Okay, so the wedding, right? So, first off, um, the wedding happened on Monday. It was supposed to. It was planned on happening to happen on Tuesday. Rehearsal was Monday. We were looking at the weather. It's supposed to be like eighteen inches of snow on Tuesday. Speaking of which, it didn't happen. Um, Just some some spitting of snow happened. Yeah, barely. Not even snow. It was like sleep. But anyway, the point is, uh, we ended up having the wedding on Monday, which was kind of stressful. You have the rehearsal and the wedding on the same day, like five hours apart. 
the photographers were like flying yeah, in. Yeah, not here yet. They they literally got on site like maybe 20 minutes before the wedding happened and they're like, okay, what's going on? Speaking of which, Clay Swanson Photography. They rocked it as usual. As usual. If you guys are having a wedding or need some pictures taken, Clay Swanson Photography, not a sponsor. But how we cool would that be? be? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, so uh, we're actually in Clay Swanson's uh, motel room right now. Interesting. Because they're shopping and it was the only quiet place. (laughs) And we'll talk more about that later. Uh, So anyway, the crazy people. So here's here's what happened, right? So we rent out, we reserve these campsites um, in Estes Park, uh, Moraine Park, actually, I guess. And uh, we we, we reserve the campsites where the wedding is going to take place. We reserve all but one. Why we didn't reserve that one? Not sure. It may have already been reserved. Yeah, it or was maybe, probably already taken. Or maybe we're like, you know what? We're not going to take all of them because this is a really, it's a really great campsite and we didn't want to be totally selfish. So we leave one open. However the case is, there was all but one of the surrounding campsites reserved so that we could just have free reign of that area and have a wedding in the area illegally. Um, so, uh, yeah. It's, it's, so we're having the wedding. Okay. The wedding is just getting started. Just like, like all the groomsmen have been ushered in, bridesmaids, flower girls, ring bear. And that one campsite that we didn't reserve, there's these two women. Hippies. <laughs> Hippie women. And, uh, and, and they're out eating their dinner. I love hippies, just not these two. Right. And um, we love you, hippie listeners. Thank you so much for listening. Um, they, uh, they decide that they want to listen to music. Loud. Immediately, like, as soon as the wedding ceremony started, and guys, it, it was obvious that it was a wedding, okay? It wasn't like we were all just wearing, like, freaking plaid or something, and they're like, oh, yeah, hey, howdy, neighbors. Like, we were, it was matching, like, the girls were wearing dresses, and the guys were matching, we wearing were suspenders and dress shirts. mountain hipster wedding attire. Right. It was very obvious that there's a wedding started. And it was very obvious that as soon as the ceremony started, they not only turned on their radio, they turned it up high. Time for a party! And they turned, like, they continued turning it up high. And so, heck, dude, it was so frustrating. And they very clearly knew what they were doing. Um, and my brother, thank goodness... Ben. Your brother Ben, because he is very scary in appearance, so he was the best person to do I, I, this. I would say he's like a teddy bear, but you don't want to get on this bad side, because then he's like just a regular bear. He's more um, of a computer guy. He also hates confrontation, so the fact that he was the one who went and made the confrontation, Ben was the freaking savior of that wedding ceremony. Um, uh, Jesus was a savior. Ben was the one that <laughs> made it all work anyway he told him to turn off the radio so he walks over he's like hey can you guys can you guys turn down your music and they're like what i'm sorry hold on we we know this i can't hear you over the oh i can't hear you what and so he's like can you we know this because we could hear him asking yeah during during the the wedding wedding. ceremony they're like it's not like they were in the distance we are talking like 20 feet maybe maybe 30 so they are close and he's like can 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 you turn down the the music they're we're having a wedding and they're like, no, we're not going to turn down our music. We reserved this place. You guys don't even have a reservation. And he's like, what? We have four reservations. Like, hey, a uh, little clue, lady. We are the reason you guys have the peace and quiet every other day of the week. Because we reserve these places and we're using them for one day. 
And the wedding was only like 15 minutes long. It wasn't even like an hour long right. wedding. And so finally, like they're like. He says the most passive aggressive thing ever. He's like, you, you guys, okay, you know what? That's fine. You guys don't have to turn down your music. I, I appreciate your help anyways. Yeah, he's and like, he thank, walks away. thank you for your help. Thanks and for walks help. away. Whoo! He pulled a dad move there. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so he walks away. They continue with their music. And I, I feel like you could have, like, like, you could hear their little, like, inner battle going on. Because they would turn it down a little bit and then turn it back up. Like, maybe uh, I should. I want to help, no, but no, no, no I'm not going to give it. Not this time. And I'm going to ruin this wedding if it's the last <laughs> thing I do on Memorial Day. Yeah. So eventually, they did turn down the music. Thankfully, it was like halfway Very through. Very much appreciated. Yeah. Their sacrifice was definitely recognized. Yeah. And so uh, thankfully they did, but it was probably eight minutes into the 13-minute ceremony. And so, you know, it was definitely two or three songs in. And they weren't even listening to that good of music. It was like some weird jazz rock hybrid. Nobody even... Whatever. Whatever hipsters listen to these days. But uh, yeah, so uh, love you hipsters so much. Um, but they did turn it down. But boy, oh God. Like, what, what possesses... Uh, a human to be like, yeah, no, I get that this is a very special day in your life, and I get that you guys, yeah, this wedding, wow, it's so planned, but no, I'm not about to let you guys have a great, you know what, I want to listen to music now, yeah, that's what I want to do, hey, how's that, huh, how's that for happy, happy, happily ever after, how's that, you like jazz? <laughs> You know, we could have ganged up on them because we oh were like gosh. on like this mountaintop and they were like right below us. 78 if, people were about to jump yes, on top if of If we them. would have just crested the edge of that that rock we were mm -hmm. on and they could have seen us, maybe we could rub some dirt on our face like we were ready to go into battle. Like, yo, pride lands. Yes. These lands <laughs> belong to the Reese's and the Austins. <laughs> Gosh, we were about to go freaking Lion King on them. I mean, just... they turned that music down just Ooh. in time because we were about to turn and all of us. Here's the thing, like in our finery. Reese's are not calm people. I don't know if you could you knew that or not, Rebecca. I've hung out with the Reese's during a wedding mm -hmm, and in the last mm -hmm. couple of days. I've learned a lot about the a Reese's. A lot of stress. In fact, Clay, Clay Swanson from Clay Swanson Photography. He he uh, he got on site and he was like, I've done over 70 weddings and this is by far the most stress-filled air i have ever been in during a are wedding. you serious he was like i'm not kidding there's a lot of stress here he's like it's intense and you, i don't know if you could feel it i could feel it oh maybe i was too much on the outside because i was not you're a little drugged it. up but holy well, not cow. totally drugged up i was a little the air was thin I also have a lot of mucus in my lungs, and we had to, like, walk a mile to the site. So I was <laughs> a bit winded by the time I got there. Maybe I was just a little too out of it to notice. It was it was intense. But you know what? The, the, here's the thing. I, I say that because, like, whenever Reese's are really stressed, the, just the slightest thing could set us off. Mm -hmm. And I know, for one, if I wasn't in the wedding party, I would have found the nearest axe and gone over and crushed their radio. <laughs> I would have been, they would have videoed me and I would have been a viral sensation of like, watch this crazy mountain man destroy our radio with an axe. That would have been me. But you know what? I would have accepted that fate because why would you try to ruin my little sister's wedding? 
It still turned out absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and they did and turn down the radio. So us having you. to like move it the day, I say us, whoever decided, I'm assuming the parents and the bride and groom are the ones who made that decision to, to move it. It was a wise decision. Mm-hmm. And it was still raining that day, even though we decided, they decided to move it to that time. But during the wedding, it was like the clouds opened up, the sun was shining, it was decently warm. There was like a window that opened up for us to have the ceremony and take pictures. And then I think there was rain after, yeah, maybe. As as the ceremony ended and <clears throat> my family was hoofing it back to our vehicle because whoever said they were coming back for us never came back for us. <laughs> so as we're hoofing it, we're watching like cloud to mountain lightning mm-hmm. and it was a little nerve-wracking but we we lived we we're got okay. it we're Guys, good we're, alive. we're, we're, all we're good. here now to podcast another day yeah now you know if we were back home in kansas that it would may be a little touch and go right, right now um but yeah anyway so that's that's about how it went and here's the thing i i do love about my family is because it was stressful the last two days probably more than the last two days but like the wedding day and like the day before the wedding super stressful we're trying to make everything work and everything and everybody's on edge and nobody really likes each other and everything but as soon as that wedding ceremony was over it was like the freaking fog lifted the cloud lifted and everybody's love was in the air right all the stress was over. Everything had come together. There, Everything that was supposed to happen happened. There may have been a little bit leftover stress from like, like whenever we were trying to get the uh, what's the thing after the wedding? the reception. The reception. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Whoa, we've been having root beer, guys. <laughs> a little burpee. <laughs> we're actually drinking root beer. Yeah, just root beer. Um, mine is dang good root beer. I don't know what mine's called, but it has a money bag yeah, on it. Yeah, it's, it's money's money is. Money's money's root beer. Oh, it literally says money bag on it. Okay, money bag root beer. Cool. Shout out. Not a sponsor. Um, But we could be. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. There was a little bit of stress, like, whenever we were getting the reception ready and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But then once everything was in place and it was like, whew. Just breathe. Friends were hanging out. People we hadn't seen in years. The Claussens came by. By the way, shout out to Aaron Claussen. I got to talk to him. He's a listener. He's a podcast. podcast. Really? Yeah, dude. Aw, Aaron. He was giving me a... In fact, you know what? He showed me a uh, some music on SoundCloud, and he's like, "I heard you guys talking about Acid Head. I noticed you guys had it as an <laughs> intro one time. Yeah, uh, he's the one that introduced me to that song. And he's like, "I want to show you some some other songs, and so I'll probably use that as one of the intros. So everybody listening already knows what we're talking about. But uh, yeah, so a little sneak peek for Rebecca. I guess <laughs> Rebecca's the only one that didn't know about that at this point." <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah, we got to see old friends and new friends got to meet old friends and like, I don't know. It was, it was great. It really was fantastic. Just catching up. And once everything was relaxed, we could just breathe. I cried at the reception. Did you really? Okay. I was sitting back in the corner because though I'm not a part of your family, your family has definitely welcomed my family in. And so we kind of get to like watch from the outside but here's the thing. I have a huge, huge family, but my family has majorly disbanded. Like, I have a sister that lives in Egypt. I have one that lives in Washington. My parents live in Georgia. Um, most of my family lives in Omaha. Um, but we don't ever get to see them. Like, there was a huge age gap in the cousins, and we were the older cousins, and then there was a group of younger cousins. 
So we weren't all that close. And once my grandpa died, we stopped getting together as a family. And my grandma got dementia and went into a home. Anyway, so that's super sad. So I miss that so much. And it's not even like, oh, maybe someday my family will all be able to get back together again. Where it won't ever happen again. Like those days are done, but your family is still this close family that all lives in the same area. And watching you guys like all interact, I just sat back in the corner of the room and watched family be family. And it was so unbelievable to me, like to be able to be a part of something like that again. And it's been so long since I've been a part of that. And the way your family has just loved on my family has been such a great experience. And so I I started tearing up and then my husband looked at me and he's like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine, just leave me alone. I'm okay. I'm okay, just go away. Just don't look at me. Yeah. So anyway, that was a moment. And on the way up here, it's it's such a crazy thing because Nathan and I have been friends for, what, three years now? Uh, it seems like it's been four, a lot longer, but it Three or four. Yeah. Nah, maybe four. So I decided a while back to go back to school to go into radio. And this was like, it was a really tough decision because I was either going to just keep doing what I was doing, which is just odds and ends jobs and whatever and get by and I'm fine. Or I was going to do something really, really difficult and just take a step back in life and go back to school. And it was going to be hard, but you know what? It's going to be worth it in the end. So I went back to school and then that's where I met Nathan and we ended up doing this whole radio thing together. And so we've kind of traveled this journey together. And I thought if I wouldn't have made that decision to go back to school, I wouldn't be here in Colorado right now. And I wouldn't have this awesome role in your family that my family has. I mean, my husband officiated your little sister's wedding. And my husband is standing outside the window <laughs> taking a picture of us recording the podcast right now. He's such a proud we've, husband. We've had several fans of the podcast combined give us a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so much love and support in this moment. He's actually taking oh, a selfie. There's a selfie. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> there it is. All right. So such a special moment. Speaking of being surrounded by family, we also can't get away from family right now. (laughs) (laughs) They're everywhere. As much as we love them, like literally cannot get away from family. And like the road trip down, Nathan has a different story, but the road trip down was perfectly fine for me. It was great. First, so first day, good. Second day, we're doing great. Um, today I'm feeling like I need to escape a little bit (laughs) and I'm an introvert. And so I need some alone time and there's only one bathroom in our hotel room. So everybody needs to use it. So I can't lock myself in there anymore. And we're all like sharing one vehicle and there's no place to go and there's no place to escape to. And I just can't get away from everybody. So today I just kind of like went into like shutdown mode and decided that I was like done I'm out, guys. I like. I started. I'm going home. I started making choices to reserve energy, and like my daughter was like, "Why are you so grouchy?" I'm like, "I'm not grouchy. I'm just quiet. Like I'm just reserving energy, and like literally, like recording the podcast. I don't know what it is, but it gives me like this escape for like one hour. And Nathan's like, "I don't know how long we'll record the podcast." I'm like, "Oh, we might go the whole hour." Like. <laughs> 
I might need this entire hour because this is the only time where somebody's not like asking me for something. You should have told me. I would have given you the key to this room while nobody else was in it. While we were out getting coffee and stuff. You know, stuff. considering how many people have passed by this window. You close the window. I have a feeling I would not be alone here for long. <laughs> no, you close the window, nobody even knows. I can't get away from anybody. Yeah, it is It is very much. There was like over 70 people at this. That traveled to Colorado that traveled for this to wedding. traveled to Colorado. Mary and Tucker, if you guys are listening, so many people love you. Yeah, you are so loved. Yeah. It was awesome. I've also decided um, that I'm going to get married in a courthouse. <laughs> and Maggie and Clay Swanson are going to be there to take pictures. I'll probably have Bradley there to sign for me. And then whomever my bride decides to have be her uh, witness. Person. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, that's going to be it. We might have a reception. But if there is, I'm just going to let her family uh, plan that. I think that's the way it's going to go. Do you think your parents are going to let you get away with that? Um, you know, I think they would because I'm a bit of a, a bit of a brat. <laughs> and so at this point in life already, they're very much like, just let Nathan do whatever he wants to do. Cause he's just going to be angry. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're not even like an angry person. Well, uh, I, I want, well, I get very cranky. Emotional. I get very cranky person. and like. I'm I'm kind of like my mother in the sense that like I might not be screaming at people, but you can tell whenever I'm angry, you know. And you're just uh-huh. like, like clearly Nathan's angry, and so you know, just let him do whatever he wants to do, so that we don't have to deal with angry Nathan. The other morning, you were making like passive aggressive shots at your mom. Shh, no, we don't have to talk about yes, that. Yes, and I gave you this look like if you don't stop, she is going to come unglued on you. Um. So okay. So let's hear. Today is Tuesday that we're recording this. Um. The day that the wedding was supposed to happen. Actually, depending on the time. Okay. Yeah. The wedding. It would have already happened. happened. Yeah, we'd be at the reception mm-hmm. right now. Um. But anyway. Uh. Hold on. I really got it. <clears throat> Oh, I'm so sorry. I can really cut nice. that out. That was really nice, Nathan. I feel really bad. <laughs> oh, I try so hard not man. to burp into the mic or like while recording. Anyway, because uh-huh. I know it sounds gross. So I'm sorry, listeners, for that. I've been drinking root beer. What was I talking about? Oh, right. Your passive so, aggressiveness towards so, your mom. So yesterday? we drove in on Saturday or on Sunday, and here's what I I think is the problem is that, um, I'm good if like we travel into town and then it's like we get there at like 8 p.m set up your room go to sleep wake up and you have all the next day or if you like fly in and then you have all day or whatever but whenever you drop whenever you wake up at 2 50 a.m 2 50 a.m exactly and then you get on the road by 3 50 a.m and you're traveling all day and then it's like you get into town at like freaking noon and it's like great now we have all day to do things and i'm like i i am on two and a half hours of sleep can we just go to bed and they're like but nathan it's noon we have so much to do and so uh that's what get that's what gets me that's why i get so like tired and stuff and, and cranky passive aggressive and passive aggressive on vacations um so parents if we could just stop traveling like you know leaving, leaving in the middle early. of the night and yeah. then doing stuff all day um but anyway so i was very cranky and then I went to bed pretty early on Sunday night, and I woke up still cranky on Monday. And so, one of, dad, 
dad like tried to call me and stuff. They wanted to go get coffee at 9:30. And he called, left a it message wasn't on just my coffee. phone. They went and got donuts. And right. we were also supposed to meet at this cool coffee place alongside like this mountain it's like got, creek got a thing pond and with ducks and gorgeous. geese that you can feed and stuff. Coffee on the rocks, not a sponsor. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, so he comes in and he knocks on my door, and so I, I wake up and I come over. He's like, "Oh, hey, you ready?" I'm like, "What? Ready for what?" He's like, "We're gonna go get donuts and coffee." I'm like, "Why? Why would I know about that?" He's like, "Well, I left you a message. Why would I know you left me a message if I'm asleep?" And so I was really upset and kind of giving him some passive aggressive uh-huh. backhand, some disrespect. Uh-huh. Um, and uh and then I get ready. We go to Coffee on the Rocks, talking to my mom. Maybe talking a little disrespectful. You were definitely I guys, whenever I am cranky firing off some passive aggressive comments to I her. can roast just it's like rapid fire. I'm freaking Bowser. Like just <laughs> <laughs> I can roast anybody, like Mario with the freaking fire flower. Like, I can just wreck them. Um, and so I was doing that. I try not to do this to my parents, but I did. And so, Mom and Dad, if you're listening, I'm appall- I apologize for being disrespectful. My husband me. told me not to, not to step in and give you those mom looks <laughs> anymore. And I was like, no, no. He needed a mom look at that point. Like, I don't know if he realized how... Jerkish he was being at that moment to his no, mother. I realized, but I was just at that point where I didn't care. But looking back, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, and yeah, you know, just because I'm an adult doesn't mean I shouldn't treat my parents respect. Honor your mother and your father, children. Right, but that mom comment I, or that mom look I gave you made you second think the comments that you were dishing out, right? And then, sure. I mean, I was already second guessing him. Uh-huh. You know, I, it was it was a, like a small, quiet so like voice. sometimes sometimes I have these thoughts, but there's the the small voice isn't so small, and it's like Nathan. I'm like, ooh, I want to say this, and it's like Nathan, don't say that, and I'm like, oh, you're right, I'm not gonna say that. That's disrespectful. But in moments like that, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna say this, and the small voice is like. Nathan, don't say that, and I'm like, I can't hear you. I'm gonna say it. I can't. It's like Nathan, please don't. That's not right. Boom roasted. <laughs> and so uh yeah, the my my uh, my judgment was a little skewed at that point. Again, mom and dad, I'm sorry for being disrespectful and for roasting the heck out of you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Glad that's over. What uh what else are we gonna talk about? So we met oh my gosh, can we talk about your grandparents? Yeah, we can talk speaking of parents. My mother's mother and father. Oh, they have been so fantastic. There's been times I've caught myself following them on purpose just <laughs> to listen to them. Like, we we took the tramway up to the top of the mountain today, which was freezing. Yeah, by it was the cold. Way. It was cold. We did this in Albuquerque, and it was awesome, right? Like, that yes. was one of the best parts of Albuquerque. But today, we took the tramway up to the top of the mountain. I had gloves on, and I went to go climb a rock, and my gloves got wet. And once my gloves were wet, I was like, I, I'm done. You're done, Zo. I'm done. I'm out of here. I was also on uh, energy mode, too, where I was saving energy by not talking to people. But I was following behind your grandma at one point because I was looking for some comic relief, like anything to lift my spirits a little bit today. And your grandma starts yelling at your mom. She's like... <laughs> 
Renee, my hat, my hat. Like, you're, okay, your grandma has two hands. Mm-hmm. They were both available, but she was yelling at your mom to put her hood <laughs> on her jacket up for her. Oh, <laughs> and your mom, like, without hesitation, had her covered. Like, she got the hat up. She was good. Your mom also assisted me with my hat without me ever even asking. Yeah, I appreciate unsolicited that so much. hood advice. I was much warmer help. afterwards. She was right. Hood help. We should make that a, a segment now. Yeah, so uh, just <laughs> for anybody who's like, your grandma's not that great. Like, how, how, how insane could some of the things that your grandma say be? Right. Well, first off, me and Mary, uh, my sister who got married this week in Colorado, uh, we went to Texas one time with my parents, and we stayed with my grandparents. And so we were riding with them, and I had two pages of notes from what my grandma said. <laughs> oh, it was fantastic. Just, it was like four days that we were there. You also broke her TV while you were there, right? Uh, the TV in the camper. No, we didn't break it. We just changed the channel to like HDMI. you of breaking like, her TV. Uh, you need to come and fix her. You broke our TV. Grandma, I didn't break heck. Anyway, so she was talking to Jay West. <laughs> I don't know where we were going, but somehow Jay West. You were West, going to the rehearsal. Right. And Jay West got situated between my mom and my grandma. So lucky. Like, which, he had the prime spot He right was there. loving it. I don't know what he's told you of whether he was like, oh, man, that was tough. He was loving every second nope, of it. Nope, that's exactly what he's told me. <laughs> so they're having this conversation, right? And I, I, I missed the beginning of it, but my grandma, she's like, I have some friends and many acquaintances. And Jay was, was like, yeah, you know, I, I think that's kind of where we're at in life, too. And Just she's a like, couple friends, a lot of know? acquaintances. And Grandma was like, well, <laughs> I don't have many friends because most of them are in the cemetery. <laughs> Jay was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're on our way to visit them now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Like, what, what possesses her to be like, yeah, no, we uh we don't have a lot of friends. Uh, that's all right. Well, I mean, it's because they're all dead. Hey, that's just where she's oh, at, Nathan. Okay. One of the things Mary and I got to do whenever we were in Texas was Grandma was very adamant that we went to a cemetery and visited one of her distant relatives' graves, and that was really weird. But there was a cool tree in the cemetery, so Mary and I got to play you around with that. I got to burp again, guys. Tree. Plug your ears. <clears throat> oh, Nathan, could you at least do like your cool burp? Where no, you, like I'm trying so hard to make it as little it? as like okay, not gross well, as possible because. I think it's less gross when you put power behind it than maybe. when you just let it rattle out because that's maybe just... maybe near the end of the podcast I'll let one let one, one of your famous let <gasps> rip Nathan does these like super powered belches that I have hated for as long as I've known him because he does this in the most awkward situations like one time we were doing the silver screen on the green thing <laughs> or silver screen on the beach mm-hmm. for a ninety nine seven the point radio station that we both did promotions for before I got fired. Anyway, everybody's out in the dark. They're watching a movie, and it's like silence. And Nathan and I are walking to the radio station van. Nathan does his, like, powerhouse belch and then ducks behind a vehicle. So when the entire (laughs) crowd turns to see who did that, I am the only one standing there. It was great. It was not great. It was actually fantastic. And this happens on a regular basis with Nathan. I like to do it whenever I'm around uh, Grace, Rebecca's daughter, because I can just blame her. She thinks it's funny. I know. (laughs) She's the only one. She's the only one that thinks it's funny. But nonetheless, she does think it's funny. But yeah, guys, it's been a 
it has been a journey, this whole Colorado thing. Also, um, I don't know how this sounds. So if you've made it this far and you're like, the sound quality on this is really bad. I am using my homemade setup. We're talking into a sock right now. I have a pop filter that may or may not be a, just a pair of my socks. They are clean socks. Uh-huh. It's very uh, a high-quality sock. Um, We can take a picture of it. and put, Should we post it on Facebook? Yeah, we'll definitely do we that. We can put it in, like, the comments whenever we share the link of this. That'll be... Yeah, look for that. Yeah, a um, picture of the sock mic. Yeah, the old sock mic champion brand. So that's the, the friggin' struggles of remote podcasts. So. We're lucky we found this place to podcast, though, because I had given several suggestions, like... Should we go to a coffee shop and record this? Uh, we posted a picture of us out on a rock recording the podcast. It was However, all a lie. you can't even see the mic that Nathan is I holding in his again. hand. Is it going to be a powerhouse one? I'll try. Okay. No, it's not. Okay. Oh, now no, it's just don't do no. It at it's all. just in my no. gut now. It's gone. It's literally. I just have. Okay, so a maybe bubble. if we just talk through it each time, then it won't happen. Gosh, I don't want. Like this actually goes against everything that I've like told myself. Like I do not want to burp into the mic. Well, you've been turning your head each thing? time. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, and I get that they can still hear that. You're the one who decided fine. to drink root beer. I'm sorry, what kind of? Root beer. Root. Root beer. Wow. Guys, uh, Am we Am I are saying drinking. it weird? Root, root beer? Root, root beer. Root. root beer. What do trees have? I'm drinking root beer. I'm going to burp. I'm going to cough. <laughs> <laughs> Got, uh, <clears throat> I am, this is disgusting. <laughs> This is actually disgusting. <laughs> this is the lowest quality podcast that has ever been. But we're produced. on location. We're oh on location gosh. in a borrowed hotel room. Yeah, this is this is literally neither of our hotel room. <laughs> this is the Swanson's hotel room. It was the only one that didn't have people in it. I suggested the sauna because nobody's in that sauna. I don't know if anybody's ever used that sauna. And Your actually, kids use the sauna. No, they, and they found a rat. They used the hot tub. <laughs> It's in the same room. Oh my gosh, the rat, yeah. So this isn't the nicest hotel I've ever stayed in in my entire life. However, I'm not complaining. It's not as bad as Tennessee, which Nathan had the <laughs> review on a while back. That was that one was pretty bad. We are completely surrounded by mountains. And like anytime we want to complain right now, we just look around because we want to complain about how cold it is because it is like 80 degrees back home. However, they are being blasted by tornadoes. Everybody hopefully made it okay through that storm. Yeah, our primary audience is in Kansas. We might lose half our audience. No, Nathan. Everybody went to their shelters. Rip in peace. This it's podcast fine. is in memory of oh, half of our listeners gosh, back home. No, everybody's going to be fine. We miss it you. Was we do miss you. I hear it was an incredibly dangerous tornado, but... Rip in peace. We are in Colorado right now, and it is cold, but the mountains are absolutely gorgeous. And so even though the hotel isn't of the highest quality... It's 3.9 stars on Google Maps. I wonder what the other ones are like in the area. Like, are all of them like this? Um, I will say this, that this one is nicer than... Uh, I came down here with the Swansons... Um, two years ago, and this one is nicer than the one we stayed in then. What is with the Swanson's choice in hotels? Because the Cheap. Swanson's chose that one hotel that you had the terrible review on mm, that we read stain. on the podcast, the chair that was named The Stain. Clay is incredibly, incredibly good at saving money. Fugal? Fugal. Fugal. Is that the right Frugal. word? Frugal. Frugal. What's Fugal? 
Nothing. No. Frugal. It's like a fuego bugle. There we go. Fugle. (laughs) Fugle. Um, The spicy bugle. Spicy bugle. But yeah, anyway, so Clay is good at picking cheap things. He's also good at picking expensive things. Like camera equipment. Because for Clay Swanson photography, their photography is on fleek. Yeah. This is their second triple wedding weekend. Mm -hmm. Back to back. They're going to be billionaires. But when it comes to hotel rooms, they pick cheap ones. Yeah. Um, So anyway, yeah, it's got 3.9 stars. Um... I I you know I wouldn't say I'm an expert review giver, but I'd say I'm pretty good. My have re- you gotten paid for your reviews before? Not yet, but my reviews do have over 3,100. There you go. You're on your way on Google Maps. In fact, I get notifications everywhere that we've been this week. Google Maps sends me a notification as soon as I get signal, and they're like, "Hey, so we uh, we saw that you were on the mountain. I literally got one for Moraine Park, the <laughs> entire park." And they're like, how was it, though? Did you like it? <clears throat> the park, yes. The hippies blaring music during the wedding. There was an illegal wedding not going so on. Um, that I one may star. or may not have been part of. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry wedding. I'm coughing. Maybe I should not have drank a root beer. I'm starting to rethink this whole root beer during I'm the podcast I'm starting to thing. rethink this podcast thing. No, this is perfect. Ah, computer, don't perfect. turn off, please. What just happened? No. All right, so my computer turned off. Not sure what happened there, but we are good. We're good to go. I wonder where we stopped talking. I have no clue. I bet they missed the really good part. <laughs> oh, man. I guess I'll just give you my review talking. again. I gotta go grab a Kleenex. All right, well, wait, there's Kleenex. It's right here. Oh, wait, you brought them right here. They're, they're literally right here. But don't pull your nose in the mic. Go outside or something. Uh, I am, again, so sorry. About the quality of this podcast. This is, this is, uh, I'm back. chaos, maybe. I'm back. All right, so I'm going to give my review of the Estes Mountain Lodge, I yes, believe this yes, was. Nathan, yes, the Estes do, Mountain do. Lodge, 3.9 stars on Google Maps after being here for two nights. Feels like a week. Feels like it's been a long time. We've been here for two days. So I'm in room 48 is the room I've been staying in. It's the room we're currently recording the podcast in. Um, so here, here we go. First impressions. I walked into the room. Smells like it used to be a smoking room and they tried to get all the smoke smell out of the, out of the room, but you still know it was, it was smoked. It was definitely smoked. Um, and so, you know, if, if, if that bothers you, maybe this isn't the right room. I've been to other rooms and it didn't smell like that. So it might just be this room. Um, you know how paneling holds the smell of smoke, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then you paint over it. Right. But it doesn't but get But then it kind it. of like oozes through. Yeah. That's what it is. Yep. Um, also I w- paneling. I will say the, the interior decorating, a little off. There's about 13 different shades of tan in here. So if that bothers you... Probably not the right place, and every room is the same, by the way. But legit wood ceilings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Beautiful. They're pretty good, actually. Beautiful. There's a wall in our basement that looks like this, actually. I know exactly how to make this type of uh, ceiling, huh. interesting enough. Um, but anyway, the bed's a bit hard. A bit small as well. Yeah, it's like somewhere in between a twin and a full size. I can't quite nail down what it is. Maybe like uh, adult twins. <laughs> Teenage twins is what I would call Maybe it. Maybe an overweight twin. Yeah, just one is overweight, though, not both. Um, 
But uh, yeah, they're a little bit hard. So if hard beds are your thing, sweet. If not, then you'll have a bit of a hard firm. time. Firm. I yeah. think firm is a better word. Pillows, on the other hand, fantastic. Best pillows in a in a motel I think I've ever had. Pillows on point. Um, the air conditioning definitely works. I had Luke Yardley, who uh, who also listens. Shout out to Luke. Um, if you need your lawn mowed, hit Luke up. But uh, he stayed in the room with me um, a ni- the first night. And he decided that he wanted to turn on the AC. Just for fun. It was 50 degrees in my room. A little chilly. And he didn't wake up. I, had to, I woke up like 28 times. And finally, I turned off the fan and I found the thermostat and I turned up the heat a lot. And I was like, Luke, you little idiot. And he's like, well, it, it said low fan. You call Luke an idiot? I call him a little idiot. Luke is so sweet. But you don't know him. I don't him. think he meant to freeze um, you out. And uh, I was like, Luke, why would you turn on the... It's in Colorado. Why would you turn on the AC? And he was like, well, it said low fan, you know? I was like, yeah, but it's still a fan. He's like, I don't know. It was just noise, whatever. Well, whatever, freaking 50 degrees in my room. But the AC does work. The thermostat does work. Um, beds... A little hard. There's only one outlet in, on, like, the lamp in between the beds. So that's a bit of a problem. Um, the bathroom. Let's talk about the bathroom. You ever been, like, like it's a, it's a hot summer day and it starts raining and you walk out in the rain? Yeah. That's about as hot as the shower gets. Okay, seriously. Let, let's talk about this for a second. Because it's not, like, it's, like, an annoying point. Because it's not like, man, that was a cold shower. And and it and it's turned all the way to as hot as it'll go, but it still remains like an annoying lukewarm. Where you can't get warm enough, it's irritating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's you're, irritating. you're cold, the part of your body that's in the water is a little bit warm, but anything that's not being immediately touched by water is instantly cold. Um, speaking of which, the bathrooms do have a heater, but it's at a floor level and it's not very great. Does yours work? Yeah. You gotta turn. You gotta max it out, dude. You just turn that knob yeah, as far and, as. Yeah. And actually, speaking of which, um, water pressure in the shower sucks, but a little bit like being rained on. Um, but I did. A heavier rainstorm. Yeah, yeah. I did discover though. Maybe if you're like standing under a drain while it's raining, you know, um, not that hard though. Anyway, I did notice though that if you you if you feel like you're gonna break the shower knob, but if you really try to crank it hotter, it will get hot for about two minutes. And then it goes back to the Wait, lukewarm. Wait, you can make yours get hotter for like two minutes? Yeah, but it's annoying because it just gets you warm yeah, just I don't even have that, that option. I'm a little envious cool. right now. Yeah, so uh, that's a thing. Also, a little bit of black mold on <laughs> the bottom of <laughs> no our... No worries. Uh, no worries. Our, our wedding... Or not wedding. Our freaking shower. <laughs> I was going to say shower, and I was like, no, it's called a, a, a... What kind of shower? A wedding shower? No, the freaking shower curtain. A little bit of black mold on the bottom of that. Maybe also on the bathroom floor, so eh, probably should watch out for that. Um, so... Wait, wait, can we go back to that heater thing? Because uh-huh. I thought that was just for decoration. Like, I turned turn the knob on. and, like, nothing happened. And I was like, okay, this might be decoration because I also have a fireplace in my room. Also... Decoration. Decoration. Oh, gosh, yeah, no, ours works. Ours it's, definitely works. It, it's like a tease. Like, it's like, <laughs> oh, look, you have a fireplace. That would get you pretty warm, huh? But you don't. <laughs> Doesn't that look nice and cozy? Um... You can imagine being warm. Yeah. That's about as far as you can get. The I'll, toilet, oof. toilet seat, plastic. 
Um, caves in if you sit on it. Have you done that yet? <laughs> no, but I did sit on it for a little bit too long earlier. And it definitely hurt whenever I stood up. Yeah. It, it, it was definitely a little bit painful. The plastic was a little bit too, uh, too attached, if you will. <laughs> I also want to suggest sitting on top of the toilet seat with the lid down to, to put your shoes on. Oh, no. Don't do that. Because it completely caves in. <laughs> and, man, that'll give you a heart attack, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, gosh. You're about to have wet. And it makes an incredibly loud noise when it pops back <laughs> up. <laughs> Also, sink drainage. How's your sink drainage? It's fine, but sometimes the drain falls down, so you got to push it back up. Ours isn't draining so well right now. Oh, really? Yeah, and I puked in the sink yesterday. Oh, my God! Multiple times. I'm Like, did I mention I'm sick? So I puked a couple times in the sink. Took a long time to drain. <laughs> I literally just laid down on the bathroom floor and waited for it to drain so I didn't oh, have to look gross. at it. <laughs> gross. <laughs> No fever, no fever or anything. Yeah. I'm just really mucusy right now. Um, the sink does have hot water though, so that's good. That, you can at least get your hands moderately. Clean. Right, so you can warm up when your room is frozen for right. the great air conditioning. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, overall though, the room isn't too bad. Here's what I will say about this room: if if you are very much going to be in and out, perfectly okay. If you're going to be hiking if or you're something, you're only sleeping here. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's uh, honestly there's not much to do at this motel anyway, and so you're going to besides have to. the sauna where the rat was found. Yeah, um, it was dead though. Right, dead so rat. we're good. Um, did lose a lot of weight though before it died. <laughs> it was looking great. Um, <laughs> Got all those toxins if, out. <laughs> if if you're gonna be in and out, this is just a fine place to be. Two beds, you could probably fit uh, four people comfortably if they a don't lot mind of being close. You know, I mean, if if you're into that, um, overall, I would I would give it a three star, and I might give it a three point five because, and I don't know if you knew that or not, knew this or not, they changed owners today. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't know if is you're, that what the room checks were yeah, when what, the random group of people were walking in they, everybody's room? They were yeah, surprise. Check. I wonder if they saw the black mold on the shower curtain. Um, but yeah, they were doing room checks yesterday because they transferred owners today. So. Well, aren't we lucky to be here on the day that ownership is transferred? So possibly everything huh. that we just said, disregard it. It could be it's better. It be could better. be better. It's probably going to be better. Let's say it's going to be better. They have a lobby that has some amenities like coffee and Sometimes. hot, hot water. water. Yeah. However, I went for hot water this morning. I, I think it was the water that was left in there from yesterday. It must have been when they changed over ownership. The people were like, you know what? This is our last day. I'm not dumping this water. And when I went in to get my hot water this morning, I ended up with room temperature water for my tea. It was about as warm as the shower. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, 3.5 yeah. stars is what I'm giving this hotel. Um, the Estes Mountain Lodge. Scenic so, views. Though. Very scenic. Honestly, from my Beautiful. bed, I can see a mountain. Mountains? Yeah. We are surrounded in mountains, literally. Rocky Mountains, in fact. You could put a tent right here and you would get great reviews for scenic views because we are surrounded by beautiful yeah. scenery. Yeah. So uh, so that's that. I think that's all we got. The Swansons are home, so... Yeah, Clay and Maggie are sitting outside <laughs> our room in the they're car eating just... their Domino's oh, pizza. They got pizza. Is Maggie crying? Yeah. Oh, no, they're, they're okay? praying. No, 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 they're praying. Oh, they're praying over their food. They're praying for the food. Okay. <laughs> Great Christians, the Swansons are. <laughs> I feel like 
This is great. This is really good. Um, Do they know their lights are on because their battery the, might go dead? <gasps> the car is that. on. You did that the other day. Oh my gosh. You know what? You didn't tell yet. The fact that <clears throat> your crazy night. You sent me a Snapchat in the middle of the night last <laughs> week, and we and one of our previous podcasts, Nathan got got because he was speeding, but he made me think that he'd been in an accident because he sent me a Snapchat of like him on the side of the road, and I thought. For some reason, I just thought he was in an accident. Anyway, he did it again. I did not get pulled over. He sent me, no, but he sent me a Snapchat of like three in the morning of like, well, this didn't go the way I thought it was going to be. And there's like cars all over the place. Oh, police cars. That's such a long story. Everywhere. I know, but. We're running out of time, so I gotta gotta tell it. You told me that we weren't, you told me you weren't gonna tell me until the podcast, and then I made you tell me. But it took you like three separate times to tell me. So do you want me to tell it? Give us the cliff notes, the quick version. Okay, so what here's happened? what happened. So I'm in bed. It's about 1.15 a.m. and Mary comes into my room. She scares me half to death. I almost punched her in the neck. And she's like, hey, Elizabeth called, my other sister. And she's like, Matt, my brother-in-law, and Trey, one of our friends, needs your help. There's somebody in the ditch behind Trey's, behind Trey's house. So I'm like, Trey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we have a truck at our house. So I get up, I put on some pants, I get my mud boots, I get my gloves, I get my toe straps, and I get in the truck, and I drive out there, and I find this uh, this Chrysler 300, which is not a light car by any means, um, and it's not it's in the ditch, but it's not like like it's not like it drove off the road. It's like it slid, and it's perpendicular to the road, and it's like I would say it was 70% on the road, but the part that wasn't on the road was. Um, the back tire, which wasn't on any sort of surface because it was kind of a, a cutoff. It on was the like ditch. high centered. Right. In it, was, ditch. it was high centered, which means that whenever you pull it, you're going to have to drag this heavy car. Yeah. Worst possible scenario. Yeah. And uh, and here's the thing. It's it's 1 a.m. going on 2 a.m. It's a 16 year old girl in this car. None of the people involved in the situation know the 16-year-old girl. Yeah, she she literally just went and knocked on Trey's house because that was the first house. She was right behind his house. Anyway, so uh, so we're out there. We're, uh, we're helping her, and I'm looking underneath the car, and I don't see anywhere to hook these toe straps that looks, like, even remotely sturdy. Like, like I found a place to hook the toe straps if it was, like, you know, you just have to pull it far enough to, to get a grip or like if it's stuck in the mud you can pull it and then as the wheels are spinning you it, you know you're not pulling the entire weight of the vehicle yeah this Th- needed professional this was help. like pull the entire weight of the vehicle and hope that whatever you're connecting to doesn't just totally bend there is no point in this story where i'm thinking this is a good idea like every part of the story i'm like but but why mm-hmm. but but Nathan, why did you even go? Well, why were you even asked to go? Why weren't the police called in the beginning? Here's the thing. Trey is an incredibly great guy, and he's super nice, and if you ask him for help, he's going to do everything in his power to help you. And so when this helpless 16-year-old knocks on his door at 1 a.m., he's like, I'm not going to just not help her. And so he goes out, and he's trying to help her. Then he calls Matt, because that's his closest friend. Matt goes out, and Matt's like, uh, I can't do anything, but Nathan we need has Nathan. a truck. Nathan has a truck. He wasn't going to call my dad because my dad had to be up at 3 a.m. Um, and so he calls me. or They had to call Mary because I was not waking up. Um, and so Mary gets me. I get the truck out there. Anyway, the, the longer we're in this situation, the, the stickier and stickier it gets. Because not only is she 16 years old, she only has a permit, which means that she's out driving by herself 
kind of illegally. Uh-huh. Not even uh, kind of. It's illegal. Yeah. Her parents, she's in her parents' car, and she refuses to call her parents and tell them. She's like, in her brain, she's like, you just pull me out, and then I get home. Everything's going to be okay. Everything's fine. Well, here's another thing. Her car was on E, so she couldn't even have her car on, which means she had to sit in the truck and stay warm because it was a little bit chilly because it's 2 a.m. at this point. Uh, and so we're trying to, going back and forth, Trey keeps asking her to call her parents because here's the deal. Like, we can't just try to pull her out and, oh, no, it broke the car. Sorry, because then her parents are going to be like, I'm sorry, you what? You broke our car? You guys have such great intentions, but this was going so wrong it, so fast. It got incredibly sticky the more and more we, we delved into the situation. So eventually, probably close to 2.45, we decided to call the deputy and see, well, basically we're like, we, we need a dad. We need a dad to come out <laughs> here and tell us what to do. And so we're like, maybe one of the police guys is a dad. So we call him this, the deputy was definitely not a dad. He was a young guy, but he comes out and he's like, yeah, I can't tell you guys anything because then I'll be liable. Then the entire police force will have, you know, it's a huge liability. And we're like, yeah, no, that's why we called you out so that you could take the blame. So uh, they didn't fall for that trick. Um, and so... Thankfully, he was there, though, because he was like, all right, I got to get your car information and stuff now that I'm out here. And he's like, okay, it's your parents' car. Where are your parents? We got to call your parents. And so eventually he calls her parents. Here's the thing, though. By this time, it's 3 a.m. She said she was out there since 11. I am so stressed by this story, by the way. She said she was out there since 11 p.m. Had she called her parents whenever it happened and just trusted that they would have been more concerned about her well-being and not their car? regardless they're gonna know about this right like there's no way they're not gonna know about this and so had she called them at 11 they probably would have been awake and they could have come out and helped her and got her through the situation but because she waited until 3 a.m they're not awake which means the deputy has to call some police guys out this was in wellsville her parents are in gardner so he has to call people to go to her house and knock on their door now they're going to think something is seriously wrong because yeah. a police officer's at their door. And so the now the they're night. like totally concerned. And uh, so they got to go do that. And then, of course, they're like, you have to call a tow truck, which is like 200 bucks, which we were trying to get her to do anyway. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we ended up being no help and actually kind of escalated the situation. Yeah, this but is we like the worst part of a movie, you know, where like somebody like tells a lie or something. And then it leads to another lie and mm-hmm. to another lie. Yeah. And, it, like, and the whole keeps time you're deeper. screaming at the screen like, yes, why, why are you so stupid? Just call yes! parents. Yeah, this was that situation. Yes. Um, and so eventually it was like 3.30. We're waiting on the parents and everything. Um, and they have to call the tow truck, obviously, because it's their car and whatnot. So you guys are still there when the parents get there. Right. They have to be like, now, how are you three young men involved in mm-hmm. the situation with our 16-year-old daughter? Yeah, and that's another thing. Their 16-year-old daughter is out here at 2 a.m. with three dudes she doesn't know. Yeah, that's a little that's dangerous. in and of itself dangerous. Yeah, thankfully, she knocked on the right door, and yeah. she had all really nice guys show up, but... Ooh, if you are a 16-year-old girl, if Dude. you are a young girl, if you were a girl, like as a parent, not a good situation. That's probably what I've been would have been most upset about. Um, there's a whole there's list a lot of upsetness of stuff. that would come along with um, that. But uh, yeah, so by like 3:30, we were like, okay, like we clearly don't need to be out here. But by this time, like if we left, it was just gonna be the 16-year-old girl and the police, and so we didn't want to like leave her and then her totally be like uncomfortable and everything, and so. We went over and was like, hey, like, 
are you okay if we leave? Because we can't do anything for you. Like, we'll, we'll stay if you want us to. You know, if, if it's somehow comforting. You guys were, like, so incredibly nice. I'm like, get out of there. As soon as the police showed up, I would have been like, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I wouldn't have shown up in the first place. I'd been like, sorry, sweet. We got to call the police. Like, there's just yeah. no other way out of this. So, uh, yeah. So we were like, all right, you know, if you want us to stay, we'll stay. But if not, then then, then we're going to leave because it's 3 a.m. I had to be up at 6 for work. Matt had to be up. Trey had to be up. And so actually, Matt didn't have to be up, but I had to be up and Trey had to be up. So anyway, so she's like, yeah, no, you guys are fine. So I go over, I talk to the deputy, and I'm just telling her, you know, like, all right, you know, here's kind of what we've discovered since we've been here, anything that she maybe didn't tell him and everything, and um, just kind of explain some stuff. The car was making some noise, and we discovered what was causing that, and so I just kind of explained that to him and everything. Um, explained that to her as well, but I explained it to him because I figured she wouldn't remember. Um and then we uh, we got the heck out of there and went home. And then you had to go to work the well, next day. Yeah, and here's the thing. My dad gets up at 3. Oh, my gosh, yes. And so he, he wakes up at 3. All the lights in the house are on. The front door is open. The garage door is open. And our truck is missing. Yeah. And so he's panicking. He goes in, wakes up my mom, is like, here's what's going on. The truck is gone. And my mom wakes up, and she's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds like they stole the truck and rolls back over and goes back to sleep. <laughs> She's like, she I'm was not, so even, done. not even dealing with this right now. And so, uh, yeah, and so then he looks over and sees that Matt and Elizabeth's car is gone and that their lights are on and their front door is open. And he's like, have both of the houses just been hit? Like, Elizabeth has young children over, like, uh-huh. he's got grandkids over there. And so he's panicking. Um, so he calls Elizabeth and then Elizabeth calls me and then dad calls me. Um, which by that time, by the time all of that had taken place, I was actually on my way back home. Um, and he was on his way to work. But, yeah, so that was like a whole thing I didn't even think about. And then I get home, and of course I have to go explain everything to Mom, because now she's curious. And so it was almost... She's awake now, wondering, so yeah. what did I happen? I literally, I walked in, and I'm, I'm trying to be quiet, and Mom's like, Nathan! And I was like, ah, oh, Frank, she's still awake. <laughs> so I had to go in and explain the whole thing to her. Um, but, uh... Yeah, no. So that was that was a situation. That was interesting. It was a situation. And, and I had to wait, what, like 24 hours before I could find out what actually happened. <laughs> yeah. And then every time I tried to ask you what happened, you're working at the front desk of the radio station, and somebody comes in to every collect time. their free tickets every single time, like right when you get to the good part, and I had to keep going <laughs> back up to go to work. It took forever to figure out what happened. Mm. You were so good at sending me those like random Snapchats of like, hey, something crazy happened. Look, the police are involved. <laughs> it's 3 a.m. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you There's for a, a really long ditch. time. And then I'm only going to feed it to you little bits at a time. Yeah. So that, that's uh, that's the whole story. That happened. Yeah. So that so, was... Yeah, here we are. Here's our podcast the in Colorado. Low-quality Colorado podcast. Sorry for the burping Up and the in, coughing. Uh, yeah, all the coughing. All the mucus. Mm-hmm. Up in elevation. I hope all of our family and friends in Kansas are okay from the crazy storms tonight. Sam, Stevie, I am so sorry I had to leave you to do storm coverage. I am so sorry. But, you know, you just got to jump right in and get your feet wet. So there you go. <laughs> You're literally. probably literally getting your feet wet. Alrighty, that is the uh, that's the the Nathan and Bex podcast Colorado edition. Thanks so much for bearing through it. <laughs> bearing, bearing, get it? Bears in Colorado. Oh my gosh! Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. Ah!
Oh, sorry for that. Uh, <laughs> my name's Nathan. And I'm Rebecca. We out. <laughs> oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.